Hi there, and welcome back to the Community Strategy Podcast. My name is Deb Shell. I'm a creator turned community builder, and after launching my online community in 2020, I have realized that I had a passion for facilitating online events and bringing people together in a meaningful and purposeful way. I now consult business owners and leaders just like yourself who have a message, their life's work, or a vision for helping others transform through their online courses, cohorts, or memberships. On this interview style podcast, you'll hear conversations with community leaders who all have a passion for bringing people together online for connection, collaboration, and transformation. Our goal is to provide you with interesting conversations with industry professionals, leaders, and experts who share their concepts, structures, and strategies to inspire you to build, launch, and grow an online community with energy, confidence, and purpose. Let's get started. Hi there, and welcome back to the Community Strategy Podcast. My name is Deb Shell, and I'm the host here. I'm excited to bring you another episode uh, for season two of the Community Strategy Podcast. And this uh, season, I am reading excerpts from my newly published book, Creator to Community Builder, Find Comp Building an, While Building an Online Community. So before we jump into chapter nine, which is going to be about onboarding your members, which I'm really excited to talk to you and share with you, um, I wanted to just give you an update. So the uh, book is now available on Amazon. A print version is now available as well as a Kindle version. The pages haven't been, as of this recording, the pages haven't been connected yet. So I'm working on that. But if you go to findcomhere.com or if you go to the uh, community um, builders community, you will have access to those books as well. Um, if you join our book club, we just started, we kicked off this past Tuesday with our book club and we had some really nice conversations with a couple community members and I'm super excited to learn how you are going to implement this book into your work. So if you would like to ask me a question, meet some other community builders, um, connect and share what your community concept is, tell us what you're working on, or um, get feedback on any of those things, this is going to be a great resource for you. So um, go to the website, findcomhere.com. If you scroll down, you'll see where it says, join the community builders with purpose. And uh, we look forward to seeing you. So uh, that was the big update. The book is finally published. It's available. So please go get a copy. If you want a free digital copy, a free PDF copy, you can actually uh, join the community and get a free digital copy. I am working on getting um, more blurbs and excerpts from people who want to share after they've read the book. So that's uh, where I'm also going to be looking for feedback from you inside the community. So uh, with further, with no further holding <laughs> with no further ado i don't know how to say that anyhow we're gonna get started on chapter nine onboard your members after this who are you really do you know of course you know where you live the role you play in society and the music you sing out loud to but are you able to answer these questions one do you know your true self two do you know your purpose these are questions that challenge us to dig deeper. 
I embraced this challenge when I worked with a coach and learned how to leverage my strengths and skills. This allowed me to create a healthier and more productive work environment where I was able to reconnect with my purpose. If you want to learn more about yourself and you don't know where to start, check out UMAP. It's a holistic assessment tool that helps you set a foundation of self-awareness. It provides a wealth of resources for personal and professional growth. UMAP is based on four key pillars. Working with a coach, you'll first explore your strengths to dig into how you work best. Second, you'll discover why and how your values align with your chosen career. Third, you'll evaluate your preferred skills and match them with activities that bring you energy. Fourth, you'll learn about your unique personality and how it informs your work. Do you find yourself stuck? Then come, find calm by embracing the challenge of knowing who you really are and aligning your true self with your purpose. Go to the show notes and get the link to connect and check out the amazing free resources. You can find Deb Shell on the Find a Coach tab and connect with her when you are ready to jump into this adventure. Now, let's jump back into the episode to discover more community building tips. When clients reach out to me to build a new community, it's usually the week before they launch and they ask me how to onboard their members. The problem with this is that they need more time to build a member journey map or a guide that tells members how they can navigate within their community. Many new community builders assume that members will instantly know what to do and where to go when they open the community. That may They may explore the community and become curious about events, courses, or programs, but they're likely to only have a few spare moments to find out if this is where they want to spend their time. Most of the work you're going to do is to convince them that they belong in your community. And that happens along while they're inside the community. That happens when they join. So in the last chapter, I discussed the um, building an audience and how you do that. And it is important to tell your community's purpose in the beginning of launching a community. When members are inside, you still have to remind them what this place is and why they belong there. Members will also need to know if they are allowed to share photos or personal information. And they they will want to know who is in the space with them. The most crucial goal of an onboarding process is to encourage members on the platform and into a conversation with each other. If they don't know other members, they may not return unless it's for a specific course or program. Ultimately, you'll need to make sure you answer all of the questions and welcome them with a feeling of belonging, a guide to tell them where to go, and a plan for the future so they know what to expect and how to participate. This can be accomplished by following the five community onboarding elements that I'm going to be describing below. In the following sections, I'll explain different methods to implement each one. Uh, First one is what's here. Clearly explain what's included in this space. Connection. Elevate members who show up consistently. What's in it for them? Tell them how your community relates to their problem. Sense of belonging. Ensure members know that they are in the right place and make it safe. Inform members that 
what's allowed and what isn't. Community guidelines provide them with expectations about how to participate. The biggest mistake new community builders make in, is moving too fast too soon. When hosts skip setting up an onboarding process, they risk losing members from the start. Even though you need to be thoughtful about your onboarding process, the process should feel quick and easy for each new member. An invitation to join the community should be short and sweet, and any messages you share should have a clear action step. Recently, I spent several hours training on a new platform and a new software for hosting communities. It took me a long time to figure out where things were, how to sign up for live sessions, and how to locate relevant documents. The experience wasn't fun, and at times it was even stressful. I eventually found what I was looking for, but most people wouldn't spend hour, many hours figuring such things out, unless it's for a job. The best way to design an onboarding process is to first to receive feedback from your existing members about their experience and what when they joined. Was it easy? Was it fun? Was it stressful? Be specific and find places where members get stuck. A clear message can be defined in a few steps. Tell the members what the community is all about and why they are a part of it. Give them the steps to join in an easy to implement format. Provide a few ways to learn about what they can do inside the community, including written descriptions, screenshots, quick videos, and audios to tell them how to do things. Provide the rules, expectations, and guidelines to ensure they feel confident in their contributions. Offer a, thanks to an ever-changing technology, knowing the best way to communicate with your members can take time and effort. The methods will differ depending on your community's structure, the devices involved, and your team's familiarity with technology. This is why it's good to ask your existing members about their experience and make changes based on their feedback. My experience that the, my clients, my experience and that of my clients reveals that your chosen platform makes for a major difference in the onboarding process and experience. Remember, you must also factor in the devices your audience uses. Imagine if community building was simple. With Deb helping you find calm, it can be. If you're thinking about launching an online community course or coaching program, the first thing you are asking yourself is, who is going to want to work with me? The best way to learn and grow is with your ideal clients. And the only way to do that is to reach out and talk to them. That's not so hard, right? Deb has worked with so many clients who've said that they just don't have the time to talk to their ideal members, or they aren't even sure who their ideal members are. Working with Deb, they found calm and discovered so many incredible insights that helped them make better decisions about their businesses. So let Deb do the work for you. Deb will talk to your ideal members to determine their level of online activity and how they have handled problems in the past. Deb has found that by including members in the community building process, they are more likely to participate and create engagement. Click the link in the show notes to learn more and book a free discovery call today. Now back to the episode. If your members are primarily downloading an app, on their mobile devices to access the platform, it will be a different experience than using a desktop or tablet. If most of our members are using or desktop users, 
then your onboarding should match this experience. Note, if you would, if if it would suit most of your members, you may choose to recommend one device over the other, but make sure you communicate this clearly at every stage. Here are a couple examples of different ways to communicate. The video walkthrough is good for verbal and auditory learners. You can create a video that walks members through navigating the community, show them the content, explain how they can connect and discuss why they want to participate in events. Let them know how to consume and create content as well. This will allow them to learn independently whenever they can, whenever they can access the tutorial. No matter what you do, keep these videos short and easy to understand. An orientation packet is good for visuals, uh, solitary, and logical learners. Over the years, I've created packets that provide photos, screenshots, and step-by-step instructions on where to go, what to do, and how to connect. The packet can be sent before a kickoff call, and you can invite them into the community a few days early to ensure that they can access everything that they need. Learning by doing is good for physical and social learners. Uh, You can create an event, course, or challenge that encourages them to upload a profile, write an introduction, or create or connect with it in another way. Through social events, such as welcome parties or orientations, you can introduce your members to one another. These are great ways to connect your members right from the start, So, and you may be surprised by the lasting bonds sparked in that meaningful experiences such as these. The concierge is good for uh, solitary, verbal, and auditory learners. So uh, you can personally welcome each member via phone, email, text, or video. This takes time uh, to do on your part, but the high touch experience justifies is justifying a higher price membership. When people need active support, personalized options provide a chance for you to build a deeper relationship. This can be effective when participants are in different stages or prefer small trusted cohorts. Uh, Onboarding prompts to encourage your members. Creating a few prompts inside your community can encourage members to join conversations. Using the at sign to tag members on many platforms alerts the individual directly. Using prompts invite members to get to know each other. Here are a few examples. Let's get to know each other. Please add a fun photo to your profile and share a story behind it. Who's here? Introduce yourself and share one thing you'd like to give and one thing you'd like from us. What brought you here? What are you most excited about? Who will be the first to complete their profile? The winner will hold the community superstar title for one month. Uh, Let members know how to set up and turn off notifications and where they can manage their dashboard. Here's an example. We are so excited you've joined. We want to ensure that you don't miss a thing, but we know you've got a lot of notifications coming. You, but we know a lot of notifications can be annoying. We recommend you select daily digest so that you receive only one email daily to keep updated on the community. Encourage members to discover each other as well. We all, we are super excited that at, at the at name of the member has joined. We know, and then what you're knowing about that person. And then I know that, and then the name of the, another member may also have, and then what their common interest is. So for example, if their common interest is tacos and we're excited to have 
Deb in the community. Uh, she just joined us and Sandy loves tacos too. So you should connect with Sandy and they have a taco night <laughs> or something. That's an example. Um, check out, and that's not in the book, by the way, I just ad-libbed that because it's a template in the book and that's a little bit harder to understand when I'm reading it over an audio file. So that was why I wanted to contextualize with the example. Okay, check out the newest member in the directory and explain how to um, and explain how to access that, obviously, and click follow so you're updated when they post. So this is just referring to um, following your members and, and giving them a tip to follow each other so that they know when they, when each one posts something. Connection and belonging. One of the most valuable tasks of a community host is effectively communicating with members. Many new community builders assume members will connect organically, but this doesn't typically happen. On the contrary, it's your responsibility to tell people how you want them to show up and model it for them within the space. Members need a guide to help them know where, who's there, and why they should connect. To establish a strong sense of belonging, you must clarify what the members have in common. Lay out how they can support each other through challenges. For example, you might be running a learning community where members are at different stages of development, beginner, intermediate, and advanced. If your community encourages mentorship, consider establishing a straightforward way for advanced members to share their experiences with beginners. Remind them it's not a member's job to solve others' problems, but to encourage growth and learning. If your community is, is large, consider establishing a topic group within the platform so they can bond over shared experiences. Encourage your members to fill out their profiles. This isn't something that they'll do on their own. You'll need to tell them it is an option that they will enhance their experience. Incorporate ways for members to get to know each other and foster relationships over time. This might be during events when paired in breakout sessions or seating discussions in topical groups. That is the end of the excerpt from chapter nine, Onboard Your Members. And I'm just excited to, to share with you that um, this book club is, is starting. And so I hope you can join that so we can talk more about connection and belonging and how we're explaining and exploring that with our members. I think that's one of the things that a lot of community builders that I talk with or course builders, you know, or course creators, they assume that their member, they do a lot of assumptions about what their members are going to do and how they're going to interact. And I think a lot of people want their communities to look like a Facebook group. And one of the things that, um, and I'll talk about this more in other, in other chapters, but basically we are not there just to provide content. They are if they're paying or they're not paying, whichever, if your network is free or community is free or not, they're looking for a connection and they're wanting to know that they're in the right place. So just confirm that with them, validate them, say, yes, you're in the right place. There's other people here who have been through what you're going through. Um, there's uh, other people that are still going through what you're going through and they can all resonate and identify with your challenges. And also they provide solutions and we all can share solutions or how we've dealt with these complex problems. So those are some ways to encourage your membership to talk to each other. One of the things that I did previously with a client, well, not a, technically a client, but like um, an organization, 
with uh, CMX, uh, I partnered with a colleague and we established um, ma mastermind groups. And we did that by collecting some information from a group of people who said they were interested in a mastermind. It was about 20 people. And then we looked at that and paired them into groups of four. And then we invited them to a Zoom call and we had predetermined rooms set up. Uh, so that when we went into breakout rooms, they were breaking out into a group with specific group of people. And then that group could decide, okay, when are we meeting, how often, and who's going to you know, be the timekeeper, who's going to uh, make sure we stay on track uh, with our, you know, what we say we're going to do for this week and all of that kind of stuff. So, um, and if you're not familiar with the word mastermind, you could Google it. There's a lot of different ideas around masterminds and how people typically um, host them is different depending on what you're working on. So that's all for today. I am excited about the book club. I'm excited about the book and I can't wait for you to read it and tell me what you think about it, how it's helping you implement some new practices into your community or your course. And uh, yeah, reach out deb at findcalmhere.com if you need some elevated support. I am uh, starting to pick up some more clients now in September because people are really ready to launch. So, but I do have some openings available for October. So uh, if you uh, need some support, please reach out to me and uh, let's talk. So uh, until the next time, I hope you're finding calm in this day, evening, afternoon, Wednesday at six. Find calm and take care and talk to you later. Bye.